Welcome to Too Many Jennifers, the podcast made by Jennifers for everyone. That's you. But I'm Jenny Camulero. And I'm Jen Tisdale. And my eyebrows are on today. Your eyebrows are on. And I noted them. I clocked them right away. Mine are not on. It's not an eyebrow day. They are a little alarming, like Joe Pesci in Oliver Stone's JFK. Alarming. No. Not a, that's not a deep cut, but it's deep enough. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like it's going to like, you'll look away and you'll, they'll have, they'll have moved. <laughs> what, what product do you use on your brows real quick? I don't just a pencil. A I pencil. know. Sorry. I'm sure somebody out there has, is like, I'm not that girl who's like, <laughs> I don't know what makeup is, right? <laughs> but, but, um, <laughs> I, I, but I don't know it's it very a, well. It's a pencil. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've tried things. I've tried a gel. I've tried all kinds of things. I, sometimes I do the combo gel pencil. What I really like to do is a pencil, then a clear gel. I don't mm-hmm. think we need all, <laughs> they're already out there. So. Um, well, since you asked, I use a, um, <laughs> I did one of the little, it's not a pencil. It's sort of a pencil, but it's the kind that clicks up. Oh, is it like a, they call it, it's like a tattoo. They say tattoo, but it yeah. has like the little it, come like the lines that no, it doesn't have the line. It's just like a little, it is like basically a pencil, but you twist it oh, okay. um, instead of sharpen but, it. And but it's not like liquidy or not, or is it like no, kind of? Yes. No, okay. it's, um, it's a little clicky. Uh, I believe it's a benefit benefit that's product. A, that's a real brand. And there um, are real brands of things that I yeah. own, but for some products, I'm like, Yeah. Well, my, my face is very picky about what it is not allergic to. And so of course the things that are more expensive, I'm not allergic to. So I use the benefit and then I do use the Glossier boy brow, which I'm a fan of. Are you laughing at Lorraine? What is she doing? She's licking the crotch of the clothes. I just took off. (laughs) So sad. I don't, I wanted to stop, but I'm I'm trapped here and she's just, hold on. She's really getting in there. Let oh, me just, no. I'm, I'm going to mute it. It's going to make that sound. <sighs> Lorraine, we're going to talk about, um, respect today. <laughs> we're leaving all of this in. This is wow. The facial. No, I can't hear you. No, the facial expressions you're making though. I am just loving. She's having a very stern talk with her dog who does not understand Um, Oh my God. Here she comes. I so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you because I did want to hear what you were saying. Um, But that's just so gross. And I know the dogs do that. I don't know why I'm not Googling. Why does my dog like to lick my old panties (laughs) (laughs) or whatever? You don't need to know actually. Um, I feel like I'm screaming. Fine. This is off to a really, (laughs) really good start. I think we should get into it. I think we should get going because we have a guest arriving soon. We do. Who's not (laughs) eating old clothes. I don't think. No. That's for the end of the episode. (laughs) Um, I believe I started last time with our gentle health check-in. So Jenny, if you'd like to, and this is also no pressure. Like 
Yeah. If there's nothing, if you're like, honestly, cause you know, you go to therapy and you, and, and when you're new at therapy, you, if you tell yourself that if you don't have a breakthrough every week, then you're an absolute failure. Yeah. You're like, what do I have to talk about? And then you're like, oh, yeah. actually a lot. Um, yeah. well, I feel like I should start because I was supposed to have therapy this week and five minutes into the session, I do telehealth. So I'm on the couch. My therapist is at what I presume is her home, her apartment, whatever, five minutes in, I'm just setting the scene for like my big thing of the week that I was upset about. And the fire alarm in her building starts blaring. It goes on for a couple seconds. She's kind of looking. I'm like, is that the fire alarm? Her roommate comes in and is like, or text. I think she texted her and she's like, yeah, this is, there's a fire. We have to leave. Oh my God. And, and you're like in the middle of an abandonment issue story. Yeah. So I'm like setting the stage for like what I'm upset about. And she has to abruptly end it and be like, I'm sorry, there's a fire. I have to go. <laughs> um, for the record, she's fine. I think it was a small fire in someone else's apartment, but um, that's so scary because yeah. not that not that fires are ever in your control, but it feels particularly yeah. out of your control in an apartment building in someone yeah. else's apartment. Yeah. So we rescheduled. I was like, well, <laughs> I guess uh, we're going to table this thought for another you wanna, week. Um, do you want to tell us your, what you were going to say? No, right now? <laughs> you know, I'm feeling better about it actually now. Okay. And I just sort of like I made some dinner and I called my sister Katie just to catch up and not be in my own thoughts forever. And that, that did help. And I feel like I'm in a better place with some of those feelings. The feelings were already a few days old. So it was in there. I just was, I was processing already, you know, so, you know, am I, am I a fire starter? Who's to say, but, um, (laughs) are you prodigy? Are you Stephen King? Are you really Drew Barrymore? Are you the new one? So anyway, I'm off today. So, and I got to sleep a lot, so that feels good. So, yeah. And the background is still looking great in the speaking of therapy. Yes. Yes. Jen, how are you today? Um, well, I'm gonna, I'm going to, uh, alert you. I'm going to bring up a W that I had like a mental health W Yeah, um, and it's that, uh, at work again, my job is writing SEO content and, so, and sometimes it's writing about like a television show I've never seen. And it takes me a long time to do that. And, and this is where it's going to sound like I'm complimenting myself, but I do think I take longer because I want that. I want it to be special or different. And with SEO content, especially with stuff like we're all writing about all these different publications are generally writing about the same thing, but I, but it's something inside of me, whatever it is, it's like, okay, but I want to find the piece of information that's not in these other articles, or I want to find the quote that's not in these other articles. And part of the quote unquote problem with my job is because I've never really met anybody. I don't really know if they value quantity over quality or are we like a machine? You know what I mean? Which is not to say nobody is doing good work. Everybody's doing good work, but like, I'm a little slower because I'm like, I want it to be great. (laughs) And also this could be on my resume. So why am I, I don't want to put garbage into the world. And maybe I'm writing about an, an episode of law and order that I've never seen, but that doesn't mean it has to be not great. (laughs) Your name's on it. And these are your clips. And sometimes you're going to be a little more rushed. And sometimes you want to, you want to put out the best you can do. So, yeah. 
And lately I've just been writing about all these, like I've been doing these very long pieces about these true crime documentaries that touch on sexual abuse. Sorry, that was a pun. Regret it as I'm saying it, but (laughs) they do. They do. And my brain is a little mushy after those, but long story, somehow even longer. Uh, When we send things to an edits channel, um, you can just, it's like one channel and you can just see the, when everyone else sends things and then one of the editors will just pick it up. Um, and we have a new person and she sent three things to the edits channel in two hours. And when I tell you that sometimes I will write one thing in two hours now, sometimes I'm an hour and a half and every once in a while I'm an hour. Sometimes I'm even like a 45 minute. If it's something I know off the top of my head and I panicked and I I asked my editor, I said, please tell me that this person wrote those so quickly because she watches those shows religiously. She was like, no, she doesn't watch any of those shows. And I was like, and they're good. So I Googled her and she's been like a TV writer for 20 years and she has her own website. And and then, so that made me feel a tiny bit better, but then I had this anxiety that I would get fired because I'm not like, why would you pay me money when you could probably pay this person to put out, she's doing twice the work. Why am I here? Um, here comes the W you're like, sounds like you're, I just reached out to her on Slack and asked her for some help. Instead oh, of like, you meet, I, and I, and please know that I immediately hated her when I saw how quickly she was. My, my, <laughs> my initial response was this fucking bitch. Um, you know, but I reached out to her and I was like, look, I, I, and I can't tell her that I Googled her. So I had to like somehow pretend that I didn't know she's been writing about television for 20 years. Uh, but I just said, I saw that you kind of went through these things real quickly. I'd love some tips tips, tips, tips. And one of those tips is probably let it go and not be, make everything the most special thing that's ever existed. But anyway, so that's that instead well, of just good for you. seething and hating, which yeah. I do a little bit still, uh, I'm just going to let it go. You're like, how can I reach out to this person and see how I can use maybe some of that experience? Yeah. Now, so. if she responds terribly, I will happily hate her. Sure. And I will with great gusto. <laughs> I might add. And I think that's healthy. I will also hate her. I mean, women support women in hating other. Not blindly. (laughs) When there's a reason, when there's a reason, when when it's justified, it doesn't mean I agree with everything. When it's the television show justified. Yes. (laughs) Yep. Which I've never watched. Neither am I. Neither am I. Everybody's like, it's the best. I'm like, okay. Is it over? Is it on still? Okay. As far as I can tell, and I've never even looked into it, so. <laughs> as far as I can it. tell from no information, <laughs> I have nothing word on the street. Uh, wait, it's justified or is it the, is Deadwood? Is there a dead, there's a That's Deadwood a different movie. show. I think right. But, justified but I think it's also is, a justified movie. Justified is Timothy Oliphant, I believe. Mm. Oh, I would, there's a lot of things I could justify for him. Oh, so many. Remember the movie go he was in that. Oh, Jenny, if that's his, that is the role. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure he did things before that, but if you're a lady of a certain age who also enjoyed ecstasy, (laughs) that's Um, the movie before he had his teeth done. So he was still playing like dirt Mm. bags, you know? Yes. Yes. Like really working for me. Yeah. Uh, also, if you said to me, um, if you put Timothy Oliphant and Josh Duhamel in a room together, mm-hmm. I'd be hard pressed against them. But also I'd be hard pressed to <laughs> like tell them apart mm. with like a quick, with like a quick blink. Like obviously if I'm staring yeah. at them, but if I do like a look away, look back, I don't know who's, who's, yeah. Who. I'm curious who's taller or if they really are like a mirror, a, like 
bizarro image of each other. Um, sexy I mean, bizarro think, for to be yeah. Clear. Like a good way to tell who's taller is to put me in between them. Oh, good call. They <laughs> You'll be the ruler. <laughs> oh, speaking of television. Speaking of the old plot. Fucking guest is here. Yay! so excited to have a guest today um we're gonna call her esteemed cast member of the very funny new show welcome to flatch which you can watch the first seven episodes now on fox or hulu i have watched all seven um because i love it it also airs weekly on thursdays at 9 30 8 30 central on fox please welcome our friend aaron bold I am talking to a TV star. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Um, it's nice to see you today. And we have asked you also, besides that intro, to present to our listeners. Well, you are an honorary Jennifer today. Also, how does that feel? Wonderful. Good. So we're going to let you introduce yourself as well. So Aaron, please take the floor. Um, I am... In a, oh, an apartment with very thin walls. I hope that's not going to be. <laughs> um, but I am uh, an actress, comedian, writer. Uh, I grew up in Montgomery, Maryland, just outside DC. Uh, yeah, which is so nice to. I even though I grew up there, I I didn't know that there was this comedy scene until I moved to LA and started making friends with with DC comedians. <laughs> Um, but that's, that's about it. I'm on Flatch, um, which is my first gig and, uh, I got there through Twitter and I've been a Twitter comedian, I guess, since 2018, we'll say. Yeah. And I, can you tell everyone like how you were sort of discovered on Twitter? Cause I think it's yeah. a great, it's a great story. It's a beautiful story. And many people are filled with jealous rage right now hearing it. <laughs> Which Again, I, which I love. If I'm honest, we love you through the rage. <laughs> yeah, um, I went to college in Savannah, Georgia, to study screenwriting. Did you go to SCAD? It's the only one I know. There it is. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, and so they. Um, I went for dramatic writing, which is film, television, theater, and our professors knew. You, you can use the internet somehow for your career. We don't know how. But... Wait, what year? Can you give us like a year? Yeah. Wait, was this, was this 1995? No, <laughs> although it felt like it. Um, I graduated 2019 and I took the class, I guess, 2018. And um, yeah. It feels like they should have definitely known about the internet. They were like, internet. we've heard about it. We're yeah. not sure. We think you can just like make a wikipedia page and it's like your professor's famous. got a hawaiian shirt on he's like have you guys heard about this internet and i'm like what i have to be clear when i was in grad school which was in like 2011 they talked a lot about second life and how that was going to be a big thing every it typically person is metaverse yeah but every person who went to like library school, grad school had professors that were obsessed with how second life is going to change our lives. And it literally never comes up. <laughs> so <laughs> they were still, they were, I guess it hasn't gotten any more focused. It but hasn't caught on yet. It's going yet. to, this will be it's anyway. here. Cause it's two, two, two. Yeah. 
anyway, continue. <laughs> um, well, they, they did give us, uh, we had one textbook because we were required to have a textbook and it was about YouTube and it was not <laughs> very dated, very not helpful. Um, and so our professors were basically saying like, this is I think the first or second time they had taught it. They're basically like, bear with us. We're trying to figure it out. Um, and I, the professor teaching it had, I had had previous classes with her, like a, a pseudo mother, a very, very sweet woman. And we had a couple of different assignments. We had to do like a couple of vlogs. We had to do uh, some like short skits that were horrible. Um, and one day she pulls me aside and she goes, I love you, but this attitude will not fly. Uh, <laughs> and she's the sweetest Southern lady. I freak out. I go home. I cry a little because how dare I? Um, and then I sort of take the weekend to figure it out. And I had done like three vlogs, um, which was just walking from my dorm to this uh, gas station that also sold like it had a lot of nice food. And so I would buy slices of cake from there. <laughs> the class had really liked those. So I said like, so I'm not going to do the rest of the syllabus. Just not. <laughs> doesn't fit with me but I will make a vlog every single day till the semester ends um and she said great love it have fun <laughs> oh god if only if only it was like that when I was in school everything was so rigid that sounds wonderful yeah and um so I that was like spring 2018 and I kept posting pretty much every day for about a year and a half um, and about six months after I started, I had a video go viral. Um, Paul F. Tompkins had tweeted something about like, it was near Halloween. He said, dress your plants up in Halloween costumes. And I did. Um, <laughs> did pretty well. Um, and Paul Feig DM'd me and said, you're hilarious. And I cried. I texted my professors and cried. Uh, I do have, like I told this, I told him this a couple of weeks ago. I do have it. <gasps> oh, oh God! Well, who wouldn't do that? Who wouldn't frame who that? Oh my God! Frame that. Also, what, were like, you were you immediately like, well, he got hacked. This is crazy. That's <laughs> well, which is not to say you don't deserve that, but my brain would be like, somebody better tell Paul Feig his account is being monitored by somebody else. Yeah, I am. Um, we crafted like a very careful message of like, thank you, and I really appreciate you following me. I really love. And then I wrote it in all caps. <laughs> Um, but he, um, someone from his, uh, like startup powder keg got in touch with me. We tried to work on a project and I was still in college and it didn't go through. Um, and then I moved to LA a couple months after college and about six months after moving here, um, I was at day one of a new internship. I was really excited because I was finally getting paid and I get a DM through my Twitter that says, hi, I'm casting for a Fox show. Do you want to come in and, and do it? an audition. And I said, sorry, this is a scam. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, because, like, I'd be because like, they always yeah. are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and I yeah said, immediately. <laughs> yeah. It involves it. It's just you on a couch. Wait, what? Yeah. Exactly. Just you want a couch story about it. Um, so I said like, how did you find me? And she goes, Oh, our director, Paul Feig mentioned you. Uh, so I said, okay, schedule's clear. <laughs> Fuck the internship. <laughs> um, and I went in and I auditioned within a couple of days and I auditioned for the lead and I met Paul finally. And I thought this is so cool and so fun. I'm never gonna get anything, but what a cool experience. Um, I don't hear back for a couple of weeks. And then I hear, it was like a 
Thursday, I got the email saying, can you come in and audition for tomorrow? Um, I said, short. <laughs> it was two or three lines. Um, I killed it. I know I killed it. <laughs> um, and Monday, I was offered the role. And then Tuesday, I was on a plane going to North Carolina to shoot. Oh, my God. Oh, Amazing. my God. Amazing. And then a week later, uh, Trump shut down the entire country for COVID. Oh, no. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, buddy. You're like, yeah, all buddy. my dreams are coming true. And now they are destroyed. <laughs> we were the last pilot in the U.S. that was still working to get shut down. Well, that's you should also frame that, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, that was like March 2020. And then we were picked up in October and shot for four months. And then we wrapped in October 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Test, testing every day, tested every 10 minutes. Yes. We okay. tested three times a week. And um, because I was a recurring guest star, they put me up in a hotel and it was very sweet. I got I got to rent a car. It was amazing. And they were basically like, don't leave your hotel room. <laughs> no problem. You're like, great. <laughs> I would have been like, I have mental health problems. I was not going to leave this room. <laughs> um, and then we wrapped and then it's, it took almost exactly a year to get on the air. And now we're here. And you're here and people can watch it now that I love that. Well, at first I'm a big, um, selfish well, person. I think first, I think first we have to talk what the Jennifer connection oh, yeah. is. That as of right now, it's like, it seems like we've <laughs> gone, we've just sort of gone away from the podcast. So really quick, Aaron, how, how are, are you and welcome to flash, uh, a, a, you know, part of the Jenniverse. Yeah. Is that what I call it? I've already Genisphere. Genisphere. Thank you. That's right. That's good. That's a good one. Um, the show is uh, created and executive produced and written and run by Jenny Bix, who's uh, an amazing woman. She's uh, an Emmy winning writer for Sex in the City is, is her, her big claim to fame. Um, I've seen her Emmy. I didn't touch it. I wasn't <laughs> um, others did at the party. I didn't. Um, but she, she's the most amazing person. She's um, about my height. She's very petite and just like, I hadn't spent a lot of time on sets and tensions always run high. It's crazy. You're working from like six in the morning to sunset. And she is the most calming, casual person. She's so, she's just such a wonderful presence to be around and she's so sweet. And about a couple months after we wrapped, we had a, a little get together at her house. And as soon as I was there, she's like, how's your writing? How are you going? I know you're a writer. And she's, she's so sweet. She's amazing. We love her. And I, I tweeted about Fletch, um, and tagged her because from our too many Jennifer's account and she responded and said, can there ever be too many Jennifer's? <laughs> I was like, you're right, Jenny, you're right. Um, and she also, I learned from Wikipedia, she wrote the 2003 Amanda Bynes vehicle, what a girl wants. Yeah. Oh, with, with hottie, hottie Colin Firth. I'm Great ancient. Movie. So I'm going to zero movie. in on the like 45 year old British man. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm like with Colin Firth. You guys are like, oh. yeah. Um, yeah. So she's awesome. We love her. We love a, a Jenny, um, who gets things done and sounds like creates a welcoming work environment. So yeah. that's a good thing. Do you, can you, for, for people who've never seen the show, do you want to just give a real quick, what is it about? And if you do know, is this based on Jenny's own 
life experiences. I'm always like when pe- if people pull something right out of the air, I'm very jealous of that. Surely there's something in there that's factual. I'm, um, I'm showing my ass a little because I don't know where Jenny is from. I want to say she's from LA, maybe the Bay Area, but um, the show is Welcome to Flatch. It's based on a British show called This Country that is a documentary about uh, two cousins living in small town in, in England or Ohio and sort of the, uh, the characters that they encounter. Um, and I know Jenny and Paul developed it together and Paul is from Michigan, I think. Um, and so we were trying to sort of just, I think they were trying to pull like as many small town influences as possible. Um, but I don't know specifically that, I'm a bad friend. No, you're not. <laughs> I will say, and I only watched episodes one and most of two, not because I wasn't interested. Um, I got to watch TV for work as well. Um, And I love it when you have a job where the thing you used to like suddenly becomes homework and you hate it. (laughs) That's the dream, everybody. Don't let it go. Follow your dreams. (laughs) But, um, And I'm not from a small, small town, but I do feel like in episode one, what we learn is that this town has a lot of festivals. And I do think that that is a crazy small town thing. Like every other weekend or every weekend, there's like a festival celebrating a fruit or a weird tradition or, and it's just, that was my, my initial thought was, God, this is so right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was, even though I I grew up in Montgomery village, which is, I love to get specific about Maryland and really (laughs) you're talking to a Maryland girl. So if you need to uh, talk about the Maryland Renaissance Festival at any point, uh, happy to do that as well. Robert Frost, two paths in the woods, but go ahead. Um, Well, I, I grew up getting very specific near like Watkins Mill High School, but I went to Poolsville, which is um, very similar to Flatch in some ways. And every time I posted promos or anything. Everyone's like, this is such Poolsville vibes. <laughs> they do have Poolsville Day, which is just to celebrate the town. Um, and then that was sort of the closest thing I got because like the the one band playing is like, oh, I have biology with that kid and I have a crush on that girl's older brother and, um, and all of that. And I only ever went once in my senior year. Um, and it was just like, in a parking lot by the dentist. <laughs> oh boy, boy, you are a good, That's we're going to get there. Where you we're going to get there. We're going to get to that I guy in a minute. Too, in the first episode, like the focus on like weird small town artifacts, like the thing that's important to this town that everyone else is like, what is this? And in Flatch, it's a outhouse. It's a hole. <laughs> it's a hole in the ground, oh, which man. is amazing. Um, and there's just so many great people on here. Did they intentionally try to cast like, like people who were more unknown to focus really on the character work? Yeah, they, I, the only sort of like adults were Sean William Scott and I, Cash, who have amazing, wonderful careers. And then the rest of us, it was my first job. And for most everyone else, it was like their second TV job or, um, I mean, I, I don't know about the rest of the cast, but I got into SAG because of this. Um, oh, wow. And, and I, I think that was on purpose. I think to, I think partly because Fox has, has positioned it as if like Kelly and Shrub, the main characters are running their own Instagram and sort of leaning into the, the documentary aspect of it. Um, but I know, I know we were like a lot of us were found on Twitter. I know 
Paul's assistant found Holmes on Twitter. I know Crystal was found on YouTube. Um, and that's, that's how you got that's him. Amazing. And I just, I just love, I've watched all seven episodes now, so I'm not going to spoil them all for our listeners, but I think people really should watch them. Cause I think over those seven episodes, there's a lot of, um, great focus where like each character, each sort of smaller character gets their moment to shine and you get your moment to shine in episode five, um, which I love. You play Beth for the record, who is the town hottie, by the way. <laughs> yes. Correct. Yes. Town hottie. And what is it? What is it? They call you, um, foxy they call you foxy objectively foxy objectively foxy thank you um but you're also a little bit low energy as beth (laughs) um which i think is probably pretty fun to play with with like some of these big personalities that are also represented it is. It, I felt very bad. You mentioned episode five, which is mostly in this Chinese restaurant. And I was playing, the, the scene is with other cast members, but mostly with Sam Straley, who's an amazing actor and had to, it was a very long take. Everything in that restaurant took one day. Um, and he had to go from sort of just brooding to like standing up, screaming, veins pulsing. <laughs> and I felt so bad because I had to do nothing and that <laughs> is possible yeah but you know what that I feel like can be even more difficult <laughs> because 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 you can you can really step into boring like if you're too flat you're going to be not very thrilling to watch but you're very funny so flat and funny um which is the nickname my nickname in high school um <laughs> let that joke breathe. Right. That's a great one. Give that some um, space, give it some space, which is what men said to me, but, um, God, what is happening over here? You guys are the first people I've talked to today. Um, but yeah, no, like that even keel delivery. Um, I hope you're good with compliments. And if you're not baby, just say, thank you. Too bad. Is, um, it's, I think it's really hard to pull off mm-hmm. really. And you do it really well it's I mean like I knowing that this was your first I mean I went into it knowing this was your first uh big geek and I was like I would never I would never have known really truly I would have never known you you really it's like you've been doing it your whole life or since 2018 per a series of blogs yeah (laughs) yeah I thought I mean you're great you're funny thank you so much and and I just love the whole the whole team you know like it it feels very natural and there's a warmth to this show where I think sometimes people are afraid when a show's about small towns that they're just going to shit on people from small towns. And these people are like, they're scrappy. They're trying to make it. They have some big ideas sometimes, but like there's a sweetness to this show. And, you know, even just in the central relationship of the two cousins where they really are there for each other through all of their other delusions, you know, that, I just really love, like, I laughed out loud at the show, but I also like felt very warm in my heart watching it. So, oh, do you know what I do want to touch on really quick is Amen. Um, Amen. Obsessed. One of, so (laughs) on the show, uh, Sean William Scott, who, if you're not immediately, like, if you're not conjuring up an image for all you American Pie fans out there, that's Stifler. Or Uh, Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah, that, yes, that's right. For all you American film. <laughs> yep. Um, 
for what's that movie he did with Paul Rudd? We're just going to name all of his movies. We're going to name, we're going to go through his IMDb and be like, but, so, from that? So he's like the, this pasture in the town. He just moved there from the big city. And what we discover is that he, in his uh, quote unquote youth was part of a Christian boy band <laughs> called Amen. Amen. Which how has no one ever used that was, before? It's brilliant. I, you know, it, I like how like thrilling what was that? And is there any, are we going to see any of that? Now I haven't watched every episode this season. Are, are we going to get some more? Yeah. Are we going to get a live performance? <laughs> I don't know exactly what episode it is, but I think nine or 10, uh, I think we, we get to see, I know we get to see more amen in the season. I think it's not great. Uh, it's a 14 episode season. Oh, wow. That's that's I don't want to say large because there are shows that are like 30 episodes but like that feels like a larger season that's exciting yeah was this because of weirdly like because of having shut down you guys got to do more I'm not totally sure I know we initially were picked up for 12 episodes and by the time that Paul and Jenny were like ready to tell us it had also been bumped up to 14 I don't know how that happened, um, but everyone at Fox is is so enthusiastic and so excited and so kind about it and, and feel very emotionally invested, which is really exciting. That's great. Yeah, and I love that uh, as a selfish person, I could watch all of the first half of the season at once. And you actually said, I think it was the morning after it premiered, you said your parents had already watched the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> It had been um, out for mere hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they woke up early on the 17th and watched it um, and then might have watched it twice. Oh, um, <laughs> very big fans. If you ever need um, a very cluttered house to crash in in Montgomery Village. Yeah. yeah. Speaking you of house- I won't? Speaking of housewares, I did tell Jen that you love mugs. So we each brought a favorite mug to drink out of today. Fun. I brought my J mug. Oh my I brought my Mary. Oh, I brought Mary my Mary Berry. Berry mug. Yeah. I feel my so lucky. I just have a little uh, warm tumbler. It's okay. It's okay. It says I've got the taste of nuts coming through. Perfect. Um, two things. Because you're a writer, have you been able to write or contribute to the writing of the show as as it went on, or is there a chance that you could get bumped up to maybe? either if if not writing your own episode perhaps can just maybe I don't know if it's too chaotic to join a writer's room and be an actor on the show who can say but is that gonna happen maybe or is it happening um I not that I know of Jenny knows I'm a writer um and I think it all depends on if we get another season and if we get another season I will be saying like can I can I sit in on the zoom call and just like what um because I don't want to step on any toes at all. And it's just the most, I, I'm still flabbergasted that I like get to be there. So we're just, we're just thanking everyone <laughs> and we're kissing everyone's shoes and being very thankful. Um, I partly something that was nice when we were stuck in hotel rooms for four months shooting, I did um, wrap up the first draft of a Christmas movie that I had been wanting to write for a really long time. Um, and then I, I had a day job while we were shooting and 
was doing it over Zoom. And I continued to have that day job until July of last year. Um, and I quit because it, it was not very fun. And I wanted to do acting and writing full time. And I took a couple months to just try to like do a lot of therapy. And then once I sort of had a normal schedule again, I turned out um, a pilot, a first draft, and then a couple more drafts um, about working for the Girl Scouts. Um, I worked in their DC office. I worked in- <laughs> this is, I was a girl, I was a Girl this, Scout for seven years. This is a big reveal for Jen. I forgot to tell you about this aspect of Erin. Oh my God, you- She's a huge Girl Scout. <laughs> you went to school in Savannah, the birthplace place of Julia Gordon-Lowe, as you know. I worked at the Iran. museum. Yeah. It was the most amazing- um time job ever because all my friends were working at coffee shops or like there are a couple film sets around and so they're doing that and I got to every single day during that job an old lady would come and be like I wanted to come here since I was 12. Oh my god (laughs) listen listen controversial statement fuck Joseph Gordon-Levitt the original JGL is Julia (laughs) Gordon-Lowe Also, I there can only be one. There can only be one. <laughs> I once interviewed Joseph Gordon Levin. It was like talking to a vanilla scented candle. I'll tell you what. But I love Julia Gordon <laughs> She's such an amazing woman. Um, you know, just like a a say like a technically a widow, but a single woman with a disability, like with chronic pain, absolutely killing it. Uh, just amazing. Just an amazing thing. I still have. Were you also a Girl Scout then? I was for 12 years, lifetime member. Oh my God. Both wow, in Maryland. My... Are you did the you... same person? It's yeah. really hard to tell Wait, at this you... point. Did you get the gold? And then I'll stop this line of questioning. <laughs> I probably, you, did you go, you went to the gold because yeah. I stopped at the silver because I said to my mother, I can't be a Girl Scout in high school. I regret it. You know, what a dummy. I should have just gotten this, the gold award, but I was like, I don't want to be uncool. And I was like, what are you talking about? There's so many other things that are making you uncool. I was working at the Maryland Renaissance Festival. What was I talking about? <laughs> was Girl Scouts the thing that was bringing me down? I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, you had, you had raves to go to and stuff. Eventually, so. I did. Eventually. But that came later. Yeah. So, wait, can you tell us anything about this at all? Yeah. yeah. I, um, my mom became our Girl Scout leader when I was in middle school. And my mom is, as they say, a green blood. She's, yeah. <laughs> She's a lizard. A lizard? Is that what that means? Um, she, when I was in high school, started um, volunteering for the local Girl Scouts uh, as their like archivist and historian. So, there is a little tiny like museum in Frederick. Um, okay, we're going. I am going. We're also, going. Frederick is super cute. No I, reason. I, I don't just need went a there a few weeks ago. They have a great shop with lots of mugs. Yeah. Um, but it it was sort of. Um, I love my mother, but the uh, unspoken message was: if you don't get your gold award, I'm gonna disown you. <laughs> well, then don't. Oh, Not then don't my daughter. My <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I the car that I have here in LA, it was my grandmother's and then my mom's and my dad's, but it does have a, my daughter earned the Girl Scout Gold Award bumper sticker. And that's how people know, like realize it's my car. I, I can't <laughs> believe I feel like a failure 27 years later, but now I'm like, you fucking idiot. I wonder is if it's it, too late. Is it too Can late? I go back? Can I go back? <laughs> it's too late. Okay. Aaron says it's too late. I'm sorry. Here, but Okay. Before we get out of Girl Scout territory, real quick, favorite cookie. Ooh, tagalongs. Yes, me too. That's a really good answer. Um, mine is Samoa's, I have to tell you though. Um, I mean, we don't, we don't tell them that anymore. I'm sorry. I love a caramel okay. delight. Um, I love a toasted coconut situation, but Tagalongs 
also great. Um, Before we leave um, the town of Fletch, um, my question for you is, is, um, how do you handle are you reading reviews? Are you like, like, are you like, is it all of your willpower to not look for yourself on Twitter? Because I'm, I don't know. I'm pretty good at, 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 at like ignoring any sort of terrible comments. I only recognize things when they show up in my mentions. I try not to seek them out, but this is obviously a larger scale for you as a television show. How are you handling that aspect of things? I think if anyone is checking what the internet's saying, it is me, like of the cast, mm. because everyone don't do it. Um, and I agree. The Wall Street Journal hated it. <laughs> oh well. Okay. What do well, they know about TV? They live on okay. Wall Street. What good has Wall Street ever done for anybody? Nothing. <laughs> Are they known for their television reviews? Are they? I don't think so. Um, but I every once in a while will click on the hashtag. And then, and I've started being like, you can only look at the, you can't scroll. You can look at like the three ones that appear and then you have to leave. Um, and I've been getting, a, I got a very long DM about like, I love your character and I'm going to show it to my girlfriend and her daughter and I love it and I can't wait to rewatch it and then come to you with more insights. And I really appreciate your DMs being open and it's not the And then you were like, close. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> not the weirdest thing I've ever gotten, but it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm always very suspicious when it's like, I've got a girlfriend and a child. And I'm like, I don't know, sir, why are you here? Yeah. Like, I, I, I can tell that this has the potential to go to a place. Yeah. Like, are you DMing the male cast members is always the question. Like, great. Thanks for the compliment. But are the men getting the compliment? Because I kind of bet they aren't. That was where I sit with that. In telling my boyfriend about this, I was like, I... 99% of the time men interact with me on the internet. I'm expecting they want something sexual from me. So like, wait, yeah. where is it? Where's the- oh, He's, where he's nope. building up to it after yeah, he talks it's, to his it's, girlfriend it's, and daughter. <laughs> the second you acknowledge, and I'm not saying it's on you, that's not me victim blaming, but it always feels like even a thank you, they're like, well, that's it. That's all I needed. Here's my dick. And you're like, oh, how did we get here? That's so strange. Um, one more thing you mentioned, Sam Straley. Is that how you say his last name? I'm so sorry. Um, I recognized him because I uh, just, I would have watched this at, on my own, but I've been writing about the dropout a lot. And he plays Christian Holmes, a total douchebag, which is Elizabeth Holmes' brother. The dropout is the Theranos. I don't know, just, just for the world. Um, and I was like, what a refreshing change for him because like shrub is so fun and delightful and sweet and well-meaning and does run terribly. Um, <laughs> And Christian Holmes is just an entitled piece of shit. And I'm like, what range? <laughs> Acting. Acting 101. Um, that's I it. That's it. all I wanted to say. Yeah. Like, every- he, like, Everyone needs to watch Flatch, I think. And I really hope you guys get a second season because I think it's really coming into itself as the season goes on, as you know, you get to know the characters and like it's getting... Uh, yeah, it's getting its time to shine. And I hope you get more. Me too. And I hope you get to write on it. And I hope like, you know, these little doors, it's all you need, right? Like, yeah. not that I, I'm sure you're, if you're like me, you're like, I don't want to abuse any of these relationships. It doesn't matter what I've written. They'll never see them because I don't want to be terrible. <laughs> that's how that's would be my thought. But I do think like at the end of the day, that is how shit gets done. Pardon me. Yeah. And that 
toxic, terrible town. So as the kids say, Aaron, I hope you just shoot your shot. Anytime you write anything, just shoot that shot. You like, have an IMDB like, page now. So oh you're SAG. You're getting that SAG insurance. Shoot that shot with I your SAG not, insurance. I did not have an IMDB. Actually, I don't qualify for SAG insurance yet. I don't have like enough screen hours yet. Oh, come on, SAG. It's intended to keep working. But um, I didn't have an IMDB page. And my dad texted me and he was like, you don't have an IMDB page. I can't send people to a website. If I like pay for a year of IMDB Pro, will you make your own <laughs> And he sent me a check in the mail. <laughs> oh my God. Classic dad. I love also, it. Also, I already have an IMDb pro account. So next time just hit me up, but, um, but you do. And I want to tell you also that, um, the Wikipedia page was not complete as far as the cast and characters list. So I joined Wikipedia today so I could add you as one of the recurring characters. Oh God, you're Aaron's dad. <laughs> you're Aaron's dad. I am your dad now. Um, cause you were, I mean, there's, there's quite a few people missing actually. So Wikipedia artists, please do your work. I'm pretty busy. I did this for Aaron. I don't Thank really you. have time. <laughs> yeah. No, this is welcome. just her adding people to Wikipedia is just Jenny's side hustle. Um, a little bit of weekend work. Just a little, you know. just it's my day off. So I just, mm-hmm. you know, in between, in between, um, showering, which I haven't done. So, um, (laughs) but Aaron, um, I also wanted to bring something else up, which is relevant to your interests. Something Jen, I don't know if you know about Aaron is that Aaron really loves nuns. Yeah. Aaron loves to learn about nuns, nun history. Yeah. I still don't know why or where it came. Like, I don't know where it came from. Um, cause I didn't grow up religious at all. Like our Girl Scout meetings were in like the local Lutheran church, but that was kind of it. It wasn't related at all. Um, I think it's fascinating. Um, I think it's, I think the thing that fascinates me is the degree of belief. Like you have to, you have to be that certain that you want to spend the rest of your life in it. You look like you need to say something. What's happening? <laughs> no, You're I'm, biting I'm, your nail. <laughs> no, I, this is all very exciting. I've only been like, I once dated a guy whose sister became a cloistered nun. And I was just like, Mm, that feels like a little too much. Is there like a step down? Like, I feel like that's as far as you can go. And I remember being like, what's the between nun? Like the, the I don't have to live nun. here, but I'm still in the yeah, PT nun, the yeah. part-time nun. Um, um, I'm a nun yeah. weekends. And then during the week, I'm a Girl Scout leader. Um, yeah. That's do you have like dream. a, do you have like a favorite nun or have you seen the movie, The Nun? I'm um, I have not. Um, there, I haven't seen Benedetta, which is the gay nun movie that came out last year. And I've heard amazing things and I just haven't seen it yet. I don't know why. Um, but I think I don't have like a necessarily a favorite nun. I'm really fascinated and, and trying to write a project about this concept called being an anchoress, which is um, most popular in like England and Germany, like 1300s, 1400s, um, where you're basically in a, like a brick off, bricked off room forever. And you have three mm. windows and you just stay in there for the rest of your life praying to God and like the the language that they use to talk about it is really interesting because they're like you are fighting spiritual warfare for the people in your village do they give like you, a racket do they give you oranges <laughs> through the little food holes because you're gonna have like major vitamin d deficiencies yeah. in that hole they give you food through the hole there are there's a book that um was sort of like written to the first people who did it and and I have but time reading that because it's, research is like easier than writing. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they, uh, go ahead. 
Oh, no, I was just going to say, you said they were anchoress. Is that what it's called? As in like, you're anchoring the spiritual beliefs of the town. Oh, that does sound like bullshit though. It also, it's you so described, much pressure. you also described prison. If I'm honest, like prison never with leave prayer. This room. Yeah. I'm like, oh, prison Jesus, with prayer. No. They just tricked these ladies into going to prison. What a bummer. But go ahead. So they anchor us. Um, there's also like, they also became sort of like cultural centers. They're not supposed to be, but they're also like, depending on the village can be used as like post offices, banks, the center for local gossip. <laughs> I want to know what gossip the anchor us like holds. Cause it's gotta be a lot. Yeah. Would this be a comedy? Cause I do think there's room, not like, um, you know, sister act style, but like for a comedic anchor yeah. series. I'm working on it actually is my first horror movie. Um, I worked for this production company and they were always looking for really self-contained projects. And at the same time I found out about this concept, I was like, that's self-contained. Uh, literally it's literally she is contained in there the, the, the budget on this is so small it's one room and guess what we're never leaving it baby so that's the project right now it's also that like I've never written a horror movie and so I'm trying to figure out how do you I'm a comedian I don't know how to um I worked on a drama project in college with two friends and they had to pull me over and be like, Aaron, stop adding jokes. There's a- <laughs> no, no, I, I do understand that, that, um, I, you don't need any advice. And all I am is a horror fan. And this is a very obvious statement, but, um, I guess like the question is like, um, you know, what's not that I would ask myself is not what's scary in general, but like, what am I personally very terrified of personally, very terrified of, but not like spiders, although there's not great, but you know, like when you are at your most terrified, whether it's mentally, it doesn't have to necessarily have to be a physical fear. Like, how can you make that into a like tangible horror thing? I think, you know, think the which is scariest horror movies are about grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. being left alone. I think loneliness mm-hmm. is one of the most terrifying things, yeah. in my opinion. The, any sort of movie where you're trapped in your own body and like like the sleep paralysis movies, I was like, oh, that would be not great for this girl. Um, anything where you can't get out of your own head in any capacity, I find to be quite terrifying. So I don't well, know. I asked about this because um, I did look up whether there were any famous Jennifer nuns that I could talk about. Um, and the answer is like, not really, but, um, but I did find some information on, um, a reference.com article. So, you know, it's legit. It's legit. It's from a reference source, um, written by staff writer on March 30th, 2020, um, which is called who is St. Jennifer. Ooh, okay. There is St. Jennifer. Um, and I'm going to tell you as of 2015, there is no Catholic saint named Jennifer, but they can consider either St. Winifred or St. Genevieve for their patron saint because of course Jennifer comes from sort of those names so according to legend so we're going to talk about just briefly Saint Winifred and Saint Genevieve oh yeah Saint Winifred was decapitated of course when her suitor Caradoc became angry over her decision to become a nun he was what an incel. What a fucking incel. Jealous of God. Um, but a spring well rose from the ground where her head fell, and her uncle, Saint Beuno, restored her to life with his prayer. This seems fake. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> but she came back to life, her head got reattached somehow, and she later became abbess of a monastery. 
And she died on November 3rd in the year 660. She has a shrine at St. Winifred's Well in Hollywell, Wales. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. The British. Um, yeah, but then there's also St. Genevieve. She was born in France in 422. She was singled on and consecrated as a virgin to God, which is real creepy. Um, when she was age seven, they were like, you're going to be a virgin. She was like, yeah, I'm, I'm seven. seven. <laughs> um, and she is considered the patron saint of disasters oh my gosh. and also <laughs> Paris. <laughs> um, and every once in a while, they, the two meet. <laughs> she's considered to have prevented Attila the Hun from overtaking Paris which is a lot to put on a child. When she heard on of his impending march of the city, she entered a period of prayer and fasting and assured the citizens they did not need to leave until it changed his course and Paris was saved. So it's because of St. Genevieve. She averted disaster. Um, she sounds amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We did it, Joe. We did it. Um, so the nuns, the nuns have it is what the nuns have it habit <laughs> is what we're saying. So, um, we also asked, um, or I asked you asked, you know, like what, there's a lot of asking in this sentence, what you should prepare for this episode. And I asked if you could pinpoint uh, present company possibly excluded, who is your favorite Jennifer in history? I, so I went down a little spiral trying to find out. I think Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, good one. Lives in a haunted house. In New Orleans, greatest city in America. Um, but I also, there's a documentarian named Jennifer Fox who made a film called The Tale in 2015, 2016. Ooh, yes. Laura Dern um, about... It, it's I threw up after I watched it it's such a visceral movie about child sexual abuse and it's mm. autobiographical and it's very difficult but an amazing amazing film and just really I was not writing about similar subject matter but I was working on um projects that were autobiographical and sort of played with um not being meta but but a strictly linear narrative and strict sort of storytelling bounds and the way that that project moves within current and past and trauma and the problems with memory, just a really amazing piece of filmmaking. Mm. Jennifer Fox, thank you for your work. Oh God, I can't believe we're going to shift from that into the, no. the your, <laughs> into your dentist. Into but your I'm, dentist. You tweeted recently. Unfortunately, we are. <laughs> you yeah. tweeted we, about this story. Yeah. Jen um, is very obsessed with the story now. I, I also read it. I was obsessed. It's like fun. And then you read the whole thing as, and I'm just going to call it true crime. As most true crime goes, you get a little excited and then you get into it and you're like, ah, that's a <laughs> bummer. <laughs> so you tweeted out the screenshot of a Washington post headline that read an oral surgeon and in quotes fed his girlfriend's addictions with anesthesia and an IV pole police say now he's charged with murder. And Aaron, how are you connected to this story? Yeah, he took out my wisdom teeth. <gasps> And this was this in is, Maryland, right? This was, um, which I, I was trying to figure out, how did my mom find this? Um, and I think she was probably reading it and it says his office is on Observation Drive. And that's where like all the doctors <laughs> and dentists yeah. are. Um, but I think I was recommended to him by like my pediatric dentist who was um, very sweet and, and I haven't gone to a murder. 
Yeah. Not a murderer at all. Very nice. Very beautiful. Um, and I got my wisdom teeth taken out a year after college, after I started college, I was maybe 19. They did get infected. Oh, uh, so see, that's because he didn't have any drugs left. He was yeah. now that's we're not going to make that joke. Go ahead. Uh, well, I also, the, the dumb thing that everyone does about making things about themselves is I read that article and I was like, oh, that's why my wisdom teeth got infected. He was a bad, he was a bad surgeon. <laughs> well, I, you're probably not wrong because also within the article, other than everything and we could get into it a tiny bit is like, you know, he was found asleep at work at one point because he was also doing drugs. So the gist of this, um, and this guy is 48 years old and I'm going to do that. You want to talk about making something about themselves. Uh, I'll see you and I'll raise you a me looking at a man and thinking, how could this man only be six years older than me? He looks (laughs) ancient and awful. Aaron's at him. Yeah. Look familiar. Great. Yeah. Mugshot. Mugshot lighting, Mugshot. not doing him any favors, but he doesn't deserve any favors. At no. This point. And, and so he's this, I mean, this, he, and he was with a 25 year old and right away you're like, oh, I wonder how that happened. And, and it's because she was a drug addict and, and a former patient yeah. and a former patient. And he was so keeping like, her high. Uh, so could have, yeah. Yeah. It's all and, very sad. And he very much enabled and took advantage of this vulnerable person. Horrible. And she's t- we're going out on a high, yeah. Sadly. <laughs> but the thing they don't mention this, but all I could think of was like, I guarantee you that he was also doing this because he wanted access to her physically. And I bet that he was keeping her high so he could, you know, have that access because yes. many 25 yeah. year old women are out there like 48 year old and who looks 75 that's for me um but yeah that's so crazy though like that that you that this guy i think her last name is harris do we remember her first name uh did they i want it sarah jane harris um so yeah so and this guy was your dentist we should have couched this we should have put this in the middle somewhere and then gone out with like a real (laughs) edit we got to get out of a fun we gotta gotta story. Out. Yeah. yeah fun. Well, we got to get out of this. It dig is out. wild. I'm glad that he has been arrested now um, because it's really horrible. Did you send did this to, to your mother? Girl. Were you like me? Oh, she oh. sent it to you. <laughs> was like Aaron. Yeah. Um, I did not remember. We're going to put this on your IMDB page. No, 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 no. This feels like a wiki entry. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Aaron's former oral surgeon was, yeah. yeah. Don't add that to the Wikipedia. Uh, I please. did join Wikipedia. <laughs> so now I can make you a page, um, with all of your lore and include that you were a gold star girl scout. Uh, go, uh, g- uh, yes. Gold award. Doesn't gold matter. award. I'm, I'm sorry. Gold star means something else. <laughs> I should not be using, um, we can just go out on Jenny, not knowing how words work. Um, well, Aaron, is there anything else you want to share? Any other projects or how people can find all of your great video work? Oh yeah. Are those vlogs still available to uh, us on the old uh, worldwide webs? Yes. I think the original ones are the sound quality was very bad and I won't give you the information for those, but they're there if you can. <laughs> um, but my handle is Aaron R. Bowles on everything. Um, I post videos not every day, but I try to do multiple times a week on, on TikTok and Twitter. Um, new episodes of Flatch come out on May 5th. Um, episode eight will be the, the next new one. And that's a pretty big episode for me. Um, and then 
<clears throat> sometime in May. So there's a stars show coming out next month called Gaslit. That's about Watergate. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Theroux. Oh boy. I've talked about because Justin <laughs> Theroux was in DC. He was in DC. And he stayed at the Watergate. To stalk him, but hotel where back. I've also stayed um, for my true crime festival. And I was like, should I just go up to the Watergate hotel and wait to run into Justin Theroux? Um, I didn't. Um, I regret that. So go ahead. <laughs> but um, episode six of that, if they don't cut it out, I'm, I have a very, very small role uh, playing Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Wait, wait. No, you're wait, kidding. I didn't wait. know that part. Aaron, 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 stop it. Stop you're it playing right also, Hillary Clinton. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes. While I'm looking at you, you do look like a young Hillary Clinton. I mean, you certainly, yes, you do. I, I can see this. She They're also, was she also a Girl Scout? I feel like she would I have think been. So. Yeah. Um, Cause I think every, at least when I was still a scout, like every female secretary of state that we had was a girl scout. That's the- RIP Madeline Albright, go ahead. <laughs> but um, I, the casting director for Gaslit was the same as Flash and uh, the assistants were like, who do we know who looks like Hillary Clinton? <laughs> oh my God, is that all it takes? Because people keep yeah. telling me I look like Laura Dern. I'm ready to step into some gosh Dern shoe. Laura Dern biographers, we have- I don't look like her at all. I don't know why people say it, but whatever. I don't think you do, but if I was going to pinpoint an actor, I could see Laura Dern. I don't look like her at all. I get told I look like cartoon characters, so that's also fine. Or Kristen Schaal, because they're like, who's a funny lady with a weak chin? Kristen Schaal and Jenny Cavallero, (laughs) which I think is, I think she's very cute. So I'll take that. She's super cute. Oh my God, Aaron, what a crazy lead to Barry. Just be like, oh, and I'm maybe playing Hillary Rodham. Like maybe. It was, I was only on set for a day and I went in the day before for a fitting and they were shooting in LA. So I didn't have to, it wasn't like we were stationed in North Carolina. Um, But I went in and for my costume fitting, and they said, okay, who are you playing? And I said, Hillary. And they're like, we don't know who that is. I, was like, oh. <laughs> and I said, oh, Hillary Clinton. I'm in this, this bar scene with like a bunch of, it's um, the episode six is, I haven't read the whole season, but episode six focuses on uh, this bodyguard who was involved um, in the scandal and in the cover-up. He was played by a, a young actor named Patrick Walker, who I had not met before and was amazing to watch. He was a very long scene. He had an amazing stamina and just like, layers on layers on layers very very talented actor um but it was like he was coming to meet basically a bunch of like future senators it was me <laughs> um and I can't remember his name out but another senator and um where was I going with that we shot all day it was great oh but I'm I, went, I went in for a fitting no one knew who I was and they said oh, I'm playing Hillary Rodham and they're like oh my god we have to get this one girl in here so they bring another woman who just comes and was like I love her <laughs> I love her podcast. I've read all her books and I, you were like, you know, I'm not her, right? I'm not, Okay. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I've been listening to that podcast to get into character. Yeah. I, I did bring like, there's a, an iconic photo of, of Hillary Clinton, not iconic, but there's a photo of her, <laughs> her 70 or in the seventies, um, in like glasses similar to these and cool pants. Do you have a headband? There's a couple of head. She was a big headband person. Did they put you in a headband? Not in that. Um, I had like a little updo, like I had just come to the office. Um, cause she was listening to Watergate tapes. That was, was part of her job working for, um, mm. senator, I think. Oh God. Don't let the conspiracy theorists get a hold of that one. <laughs> I God, I didn't know that. I had no idea she had access to the Watergate tapes. Boy, yeah, when she was 
I think late twenties, um, maybe in between undergrad and graduate school or after grad school, or maybe an internship or something. But yeah, she was, <laughs> they were just like, Hey, intern, listen to these tapes and make some notes. <laughs> yeah. That seems like not usually an intern project. I think. <laughs> Um, and I'm assuming, God, not to, I, I'm assuming there was, you didn't see Justin Thoreau. <laughs> I have to stop being so horny for Justin okay. Thoreau, at least on the podcast. I can just still be horny in my life. And you can do whatever you want off the air. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, there are so many huge names on that project, like um... Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Joey Roberts. Yeah. yeah Robert. um, and Dan Stevens and Betty Gilpin. No, I didn't mean anyone. <laughs> nope. Um, but the director, Matt Ross, was incredibly nice. And um, it was, there were maybe like 60 extras in this scene. It was a lot of moving parts. And this was in August. Um, and everyone was like smoking fake cigarettes. And at some point, multiple times, the fire department had to come in and be like, someone is smoking a real cigarette. <laughs> And it was okay. you, Aaron Bowles. <laughs> I just have so many questions because I've also always wanted to be like, how do the fake cigarettes work? But that's fine. We don't need to get into that. Um, but um, I do know how fake cocaine works and it sounds very painful for anyone on any movie who's ever had to pretend to snore. It's like vitamin D or something. And everyone's always like, it's it's terrible. And I'm like, doesn't sound fun. Just give them real Coke. Now, um, <laughs> wow. Okay. And when does, I can't remember. I'm sure we could Google it. Do you know when that drops? You said it's on stars. I've been waiting for it because they they were like seemingly in DC for yes. what felt like decades filming. Um, um, I can look, uh, I think it's like May 16th might be my episode. It's a Sunday, um, but it starts, it comes out mid April and then I'm so six. Oh Aaron, this is so exciting. This is I so great. Like, I was like, feel like here's your, like, you're just like a little shooting star. Like yeah. here it is. Like you're doing the thing we that people wait want to, to do. see what you do with your acting. And I'm excited to see all the things you write too. So, and we will definitely link to that. Um, that cute dress up your plants video. Um, cause it's very sweet and funny. And, um, as are your videos, which you always caption your videos, which I will say great job. Yeah. I, I didn't caption them until maybe a, a little over a year ago. Um, and it was, I, I think I have some kind of hearing issue. I have, I don't know what it is, but I, some sort of auditory processing disorder because I things come in garbled things take an extra oh. minute to process um but what I also realized is like from a, a selfish standpoint if you put captions on your video at least on Twitter and put them like within the square that that that's going to make it easier for people to click because they can already see what you're talking about yeah. yeah yeah and I'm often watching videos when I'm like out in the world. So I don't have the sound on. So if it doesn't have captions, I'll just like scroll right past. So it's mm -hmm. like, they call that a deaf gain where something that's made to be accessible towards deaf people is also beneficial to like general population. I know so many people listen, uh, uh what is the, uh, God damn it. The dairy dairy girls. What is oh, it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah, you cannot cannot watch it without no, captions no forget it forget that so and I also know so many people who just like watch them all the time they don't even have like I don't know what it is like I have yeah. maybe because my friends are all old but they just have them anytime I watch a British show or any show set in like Ireland or Scotland I'm like oh I gotta get these captions on I don't we know have, what these we have them saying. on all the time it's just easier to understand or like you said Aaron like to process what you're watching or 
yeah, it's just a helpful thing. So accessibility, I'm off today, but I'm always circle. thinking about it. So um, full circle, the founder of the Girl Scouts was hard of hearing. She's almost entirely deaf. The rice, the rice on her wedding day, a piece of rice got lodged into her ear, which what? is like other than other than killing birds. It's just one of the many reasons why we shouldn't throw rice. I when I the first time I learned that, Aaron, I should you not. I thought about that. I was always like, anytime I was at a wedding, which is never because people are like they know that um, I don't want to be there. You're gonna be at my wedding, but different because I'm officiating. Yeah. She anyway, is. <laughs> um, I I like I thought about how Julia Gordon Lowe went deaf. It was just in one ear, right? Because it or was it? Yeah, so she was very sickly a lot growing up, and we think, like, obviously it's history and we can't diagnose, but we think it was because she was born right before the, or, like, right after the Civil War started, and Savannah was starved um, until the city surrendered, so she was definitely maybe malnourished, but she had a lot of hearing, um, like, a lot of ear infections in one ear um, that was she was hard of hearing in one ear. And then on her wedding day, it got in the other ear Ooh. and got infected. She went to a doctor in Atlanta who tried to take it out and gross punctured her eardrum. She was oh, no. totally deaf in that ear. Which did. is not fun. Yeah. <laughs> but she uh, learned to lip read. She read body language. And she also like, this is a cutesy story that we would tell, especially when the, the young girls were around. But she started the Girl Scouts when she was like 52 maybe she was in her older years and she only lived I think to like 65 she died of breast cancer but this allegedly she would sort of go up to people and be like okay I need $200 from you and for you to show up on Sunday to do this thing for the Girl Scouts and then just bounce out and people would be like no I can't do it I can't do it she's like sorry death Juliet Juliet, you little scamp. Good for you. Get that money for the Girl Scouts. (laughs) Savannah is the New Orleans of the East, as I call it, and probably many do as well. And it's so beautiful. I've considered living there as well, but I got to go to New Orleans where I will definitely be too drunk in public. So (laughs) that's not why I'm going. I just like ghosts. It's just a bonus. It's just a bonus. Yeah. It's a bonus, Jonas. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much, Erin. This is so delightful. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. It was. Um, welcome to Flash. First seven episodes on Hulu right now. I don't know. People are probably watching it on Fox. I don't know those people. But people I'm have apps. everything on Hulu. People have apps. They do. So watch it watch on it. your local app, <laughs> your regional <laughs> app. And uh, um, it also airs weekly on Thursdays at 9.30, 8.30 Central on Fox. You can see Aaron as Beth, um, which is lovely. A great cast funny stuff, heartwarming, do it. That's my pitch. <laughs> Thank you. Jen, would you like to read our outro? Cause I wrote it down. Oh, you did. Thank God. Aaron, I, don't, I can't memorize any of our uh, information. So Jenny has to, okay. You can follow too many Jennifers on Instagram at too many Jennifers on Twitter at too many J's pod. And you can send us an email at too many Jennifer's pod at gmail.com. And Jenny, where else can people find us? Um, I think you can find us down at Flatch at the mall. Yeah.